What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. I'm Toshiba Oliver, and Leah Ross is my co-host. Listen, living as an urban Christian woman is a great gift and an amazing mission, which is why we need to be equipped for the everyday life. So whether you're hanging with the kiddos, washing dishes, checking emails, at the gym, or maybe even on your train commute, keep listening because God's word has the truth for your everyday life. Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman. Colossians 1 verses 1 through 8. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and growing, as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God and truth. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, and has made known to us your love in the Spirit. What's up, ladies? How you doing today? Welcome Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I feel like I want to sing like a May song. Welcome (laughs) back. Okay, so you guys heard the reading of Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. And listen, here is where we are going to land today. Okay, this is our main point, is that Paul writes a letter to the church of Colossae in order to... For them to recognize the DNA of the church. Okay? Listen, Paul is writing this letter. Mm-hmm. We're about to get amped up because <laughs> I'm, I'm coming to all my senses <laughs> right now. That Paul writes this letter to the church of Colossae in order for them to recognize mm-hmm. the DNA of the church. And these first couple of verses, verses one through eight, are about to help us understand and break down what is the DNA of the the local church church? in Colossae supposed to look like? Mm -hmm. What's the DNA Mm -hmm. of the body of Christ Mm -hmm. supposed to look like, okay? Mm -hmm. Because when you go into a church, Mm -hmm. okay, there are differences, right, Leah? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep it coming. (laughs) There are differences. There are differences and those differences are good because those differences reflect Mm -hmm. not just the vision that the pastor had from the Holy Spirit, but those, those, the vision and the reflection of the church, okay, makes them different, but yet at the same time unifies Mm -hmm. them because there is a DNA Mm -hmm. of what the church is is supposed to reflect. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to there's supposed to be a DNA mm-hmm. of how we can recognize the body of Christ. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, it's going to look different, but and and the differences like you said uh, reflect the manifold sort of wisdom of God, Beauty. the multifaceted multicolored wisdom of God. Yes, but, I'm over here African dancing <laughs> like the multi but, <laughs> 
But it always whittles down to us sharing the same DNA. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be dressed different, but the but the the core of it is going to be the same. Come on now. And so Paul does. He he hammers in and he says, "What are we made of when we are the church? What are we made of? What are we made of?" And so in um, verses one and two, we're just going systematically through mm-hmm. this. In verse one and two. Paul says, listen, he's an apostle by Christ Jesus, by God's will. And Timothy is there with him. That's his brother. And he's writing to the saints, the faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae. Paul is writing and greeting the church with a letter to be circulated amongst the church and a few other churches as well. And we see this in a in a couple of uh, chapters later where he um, also says, disseminate. In chapter four, mm-hmm. he says, yo, disseminate this letter also to the church at Laodicea. Mm-hmm. But what we see Paul directly doing in these first two verses as he writes, he pens giving thanks for the church. This is the background. Yep. Paul is saying, in the midst of us recognizing it, How about we start off with gratitude? Mm -hmm. Let's give thanks for the church. Can we be thankful for the faithfulness? We see that in verse two. It says, to the saints and faithful brothers. That's a plural word in Christ at Colossae. He is leaving a mark to say like, hey, you all have been faithful. I see you and I'm thankful for your faithfulness as believers of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And this is very interesting to me because when I think about this, I'm thinking about Mm -hmm. their faithfulness as believers as well as are we leaving uh, a mark on Instagram of being faithful Mm -hmm. believers? Mm -hmm. Like the spaces Mm -hmm. in which the church is going to be recognized, the space where we go in faithfully day Mm -hmm. in and day out, are we recognized Um, as faithful servants. But here Paul is saying, listen, I'm thankful for you because you've been faithful. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's thankful right out the gate. Right out the gate. Right out the gate, he expresses his thankfulness. And then on top of that, right out the gate, he expresses his affection for the family of God. He doesn't take for granted that the church is just sort of this organism, Mm -hmm. but he actually receives them thinks of them and Mm -hmm. expresses his thanksgiving as his family, the family Mm -hmm. of God. Mm. He's, he's saying we're thinking of, um, they're thinking of each other. We're thanking, um, God for each other. They're reaching out and they're speaking truth to one another with affection. We always thank God. We pray for you. We're hearing about you. This word is coming back and forth about you. And so everything that Paul is, is talking about in, in relation to the church is just sort of this expression of affection. Yes. He's expressing this affection for the body. And Mm. it's not hidden because he is suffering for them. Yes. And so his affection is clear because he's he's so he's this this body, this family of God is so near and dear to him that he's suffering for them. And so he doesn't hold back when he's expressing that um to them Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he 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 shows this through just like what you're saying thinking of them reaching out um the way that they're reaching out to each other and how they are speaking to one another with affection and i think we can we can literally take this as a as an application for ourselves 
are we giving thanks yeah. for the faithfulness of the saints around us? Yeah. Are we rejoicing? Are we encouraging? Um, and are our affections being stirred when we're seeing our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. staying faithful to the gospel, mm-hmm. them having the skin in the game? Some Listen, the Christian walk is a beautiful thing. And right now, even this morning when I came in here, I'm just going to, I'm laying this down right here because I'm here. I'm hearing. Where are you at? (laughs) Girl, I'm hearing this. And even the, 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 the Christian walk is a joy and it is a beauty and it is good and it is worth my whole life. But honey, it is difficult at times. Mm -hmm. We will experience trials. We will experience suffering. And so it is not something that is going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. Especially when you are not giving in to the cultural pressures Mm -hmm. of giving in to your emotions, giving in to your, to your, uh, to your flesh. Whatever that may be. And so for me personally, even coming when we came in today, Leah greeted me with a hug and an encouragement because she was standing here Mm -hmm. knowing that what I am experiencing, we, my family is currently going through a trial Mm -hmm. right now, an intense trial. And in the midst of that, she greets me knowing of what I'm going through, knowing that, hey, you're here and you're staying faithful mm-hmm. to the gospel. You have got some skin in the game. You are not, just like we said in the earlier podcast, we said, listen, there were the, Paul was not a bench warmer. He was not a sideliner. He was a participator, mm-hmm. okay? We rejoice in that. We rejoice in that. Our affection should be stirred when we see our brothers and sisters, not just when they're going through trials, but just the fact that they made it on a Sunday, Mm -hmm. that they're not giving into church online Mm. for the gratification of their flesh. Can we talk about church online? Oh, I'm done. For the gratification of their flesh, they're seeing the necessity And the importance of being connected to the body. And they're rejoicing when they see their brother or sister on a mm-hmm. Sunday morning saying, you know what? You here. Mm-hmm. You, you staying faithful. Mm-hmm. You staying faithful mm-hmm. to, to, to the, the kingdom work and the family of God. And my affection and my joy is being stirred. Mm-hmm. So are we more concerned with holding uh, people accountable than rejoicing in the loving pursuit yeah. of fellowship with Jesus? Are we rejoicing with them when we see them in a mm-hmm. loving pursuit? I think that's something that we fall short of yeah. oftentimes yeah. is that I we're looking at in game, mm-hmm. your in game versus, listen, I'm happy you in the Today. game. You're in the game. I'm happy you in the game. Say that again. <laughs> it's not just the end game, but you are in the game and I'm thankful and I'm thankful. You in the game. Today. Y'all, I've Today. had, listen, Today. I don't want to get on a tangent, but I'm telling you right now, you can think about, if you're listening to this podcast, you can think about somebody mm-hmm. who has left the faith. Yeah. I mean, what I was just talking about, social media, people are denouncing the faith on social media. Big name, mm-hmm. people done wrote millions of books, you know, that I'm not going into none. But leaving the faith. And so we can rejoice in this. Paul is inviting us to celebrate when we see our brother and sisters staying faithful, staying faithful to the Lord Mm -hmm. and to his, his missional work. And Mm -hmm. so listen, it's not about the end game all the time. Yeah. It matters. The end game matters, matters. but 
we can rejoice about being in the game. Mm. Mm. Verse three go. and four. Verse three and yes. four. Yes. Paul and Timothy are <coughs> rejoicing and they're thanking God for the church through these prayers and the faith in Christ and the love for one another. Paul is rejoicing that in Colossae as a church full of, full of faith and love, they're known and they're identified by their faith and love for each other. And so as we think about that in, in, in these interactions, he's coming to them, embracing them with this love and affection mm-hmm. because he knows that they are living as a church amidst a watching culture, showing love and affection and faithfulness to each other day after day Say that. so that that's what the watching world sees. Mm-hmm. And we as a church are challenged in what does the watching world see when they see us interact with each other? Mm. Do they see faith and love or do Ooh. they see criticism Ooh. and cynicism or apathy? Even worse. Mm. Do we see, do we let the world see our faith and love for each other? No matter where we are, mm-hmm. no matter who we're with, no matter what we're digging into, is that what they see when they see us? Mm-hmm. Because the, the witness of that for the church of Colossae bore fruit. It multiplied. As mm-hmm. Paul talks about it, it's being multiplied in the world mm-hmm. by what people see in you. And, and some of us may be asking, well, why does faith and love matter? Why does faith and love matter? And mm-hmm. here's why it matters. Because Jesus said it matters. Yeah. In John 13, 34 through 35, Jesus gives the, the, the new command that says, a new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples yeah. by the love that you have for one another. So Jesus has now amplified it about, listen, we know that you need to love your neighbor, but now I'm telling you, yeah, the people who you are in family with, yeah. Who, who profess and are saying that they too are a family are a part of the family of God I'm telling you that is uncommon mm-hmm. to love one another absolutely to be known by faith and love and so Jesus gives this commendation because guess what families don't always love each other yeah because they don't always agree with each other yeah. and that's something that we can take in that mm-hmm. we we may not agree with each other on every single detail and that's a hard part for the church to land on mm-hmm. but can i love you can because we identify by our love yes mm-hmm. because regardless of whether or not we g- agree on every single thing mm-hmm. we love one another and to the watching world that is not common not. that is not that is, that's, that's not yeah. real. Yeah. They're like, how can y'all yeah. still love one another? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and you voted for Trump and mm-hmm. you voted for mm-hmm. uh, a fill in the blank. Cause I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, you voted. or how can y'all love each other? Mm-hmm. And you're black mm-hmm. and she's, um, Indian or you're Indian and she's Caucasian mm-hmm. or you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How can you love one? Yeah. Another? How yeah. can you do that? Yeah. 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 But uh, oftentimes it is, it's, it's reflected, it's reflected in the culture that you have to have everything in common in order to get along and to love one another. So when we, as the church and the church of Colossae, who is made up of Jews and Gentiles, people off the street, people off the street, Phrygians, Greeks, and law followers since day one, coming together and loving each other is so, is so uncommon. And Paul says, why he says the love that you have, for all the saints, why? 
verse five, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. Mm. He makes known the reason why they can love each other. Why can we love each other? Because our love is not based on what we have in common, but it's based on who we have in common. Girl, dap me up. It's based dapping each other up in the playroom. It's say it one more time. The love is is not based on what we have in common, but on who we have in common. Mm. And that is Jesus. And that is Jesus Christ. So you mean to tell me that how we are known is not by what we wear, our home no. decor style, no. whether we work in the home or outside the home. No. Let me say it one more time. Mm-hmm. Whether we work in the home or outside the home, how well our kids behave, how wealthy we are, how well we can pontificate theological terms. Of tr- Come on now, somebody. Okay. Pontificate theological terms of truth to live faithfully as an urban Christian woman. All we need. The DNA of the church. We need the DNA of the church. Who is at the center? Who has given us his DNA to take out to the world? That is the basis of how we love each other. Mm. How we love each Mm. other. So what is the D and the N and the A (laughs) of the church? Girl, I love you forever and always. Okay. DNA of the church. Number one. In verse four, it tells us. Since we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus, Mm -hmm. first mark of the DNA of the church is faith and faith in, in Christ Jesus. There it is. Boom. Number two, we got faith. The next one is hope. Verse five says, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. So the DNA of the church is faith in Christ Jesus, the hope of eternal glory being heaven. And then the third one going back to verse four, it says, since we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints. So faith, hope, and love are the DNA of the church. If we are clinging to the hope of heaven, then we are sharing the DNA with brothers and sisters in Dubai, in Niger, in Scotland, in Ecuador, in China, in Jamaica, in Ethiopia, in Sweden, and on and on it goes because it is a global church. It's not about us. It's a, it's, it's about the whole global church. So if we see the church declining, know the church is still bearing fruit and increasing because of the DNA. The DNA of faith, hope, and love is still being multiplied. People are still making, putting their faith in Christ Jesus. People are still having love for one another. People are still resting in the hope of heaven. Listen, I'm telling y'all, Saint, listen, listen, I'm going to shout up in here. (laughs) People are still doing this. People are still doing this. And and this is what I love about the gospel because it's not a lone ranger faith. Not. 
the personhood of God was relational and out of his love for us, he came relational. And when he ascended, he left us his spirit relational so that we could be able to be relational to one another so that the church could multiply through faith, hope, and love. Mm. It's the DNA of the church. The DNA always leads us to respond Mm -hmm. with a couple of things. Leah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The DNA. Talk to me about... Girl. The DNA. I'm still on high of the DNA. I'm high on the DNA. That is... That right there is... The fact that that is who we are, what is interwoven into our identity is powerful. Because no matter who you are as a believer, if that's the identity then your response, the outflowing of that is praise, prayer, mm-hmm. and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that's modeled in the, the praise to the Lord. Come on. Prayer for the saints mm-hmm. and thanksgiving to God for Christ Jesus and for the work of the church, of the saints. And we see that made manifest in verse th- verse. Three, four, and five, which is where we find the DNA. Yeah. It says, we always thank God. There's praise. Mm-hmm. For our, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. There's the second Prayer. response towards the DNA. Since we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all the saints because of the hope laid up for you, of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you indeed in the whole world. It is bearing fruit and increasing as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. There is a thanksgiving that is being exuded Mm -hmm. from this. There's a gratitude that comes because of faith, hope, and love. So the DNA always leads us to respond with praise, prayer, and and thanksgiving. Mm. And here's the reminder. Epaphras is literally the embodiment of the DNA church. When we look at verse 7, It says, just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant. So Colossae is exemplifying and being recognized by this DNA of faith, hope, and love. And they're saying, listen, you just didn't come. Mm -hmm. You just didn't come up with this. This didn't pop down from the sky. Mm -hmm. It was modeled for you. Mm-hmm. And it was modeled through the embodiment of Epaphras in verse 7. That's what it's saying. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow servant, he is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the spirit. And so Epaphras is embodying the DNA and Paul never met this church. Never met the church. Paul never met the church. Now, how, y'all like, well, I don't see that in scripture. At the end, he says, my desire and my longing in chapter four is to come to you, to meet you face to face. So Paul never met the church, but 
The church of Colossae has the DNA because they had a faithful minister Mm -hmm. who exhibited these qualities and was sent out to plant the church. And so he wasn't trying to level up. He was was trying to glow up like what Mm -hmm. Tripp Lee says. Everybody glow up. Everybody glow up. Because it says in verse 7 that he was a servant. He was a bond servant. He was a fellow bond slave is, is what they called it in, in, in New Testament. And namely, it is a, what is a bond servant? A bond servant is, is namely a believer who willingly lives under Christ's authority mm-hmm. as his devoted follower. Mm-hmm. So what Paul is trying to say is not only do you have this DNA and you're exhibiting this DNA, but the one who is actually uh, the leading you is exemplifying and embodying yeah. this yeah. as well through how he has served and how he is serving. Mm-hmm. That right there is the epitome of multiplication, spiritual multiplication, because you've got the faithful church of Colossae which was led by Epaphras, who was led by Paul, who experienced the revelation of Christ Jesus and then was poured into by many people. Come on. And so it was passed on from from the faithful to Paul, to Epaphras, now to the church, and the church is being faithful in their witness in the whole city of Colossae. Girl, come on and land this plane for me because I feel like the Holy Spirit is, is, is articulating your words to say that faithfulness breeds breeds multiplication faithfulness you in in that in that walk of faithfulness it is passed on from not only just one person to many but from one to another to another to many and so not not even taking for granted just the ways that we express the love and the hope of christ Mm. and our faithfulness in that don't take that for granted because you really don't even know how walking out that faithfulness actually leads to the very multiplication that we pray for come on that we yearn for come on and that god promises in the world Girl. so that right there the faithfulness of of epaphras this bond servant who said christ has set me free and now i bind myself to him forever mm-hmm. as a faithful servant to him that multiplication from his faithfulness is in scene and it ripples not only in the church but all throughout the city mm. So the question, it then becomes, number one, how can we, number one, are we expressing faith, hope, and love? Do we embody the DNA of the church, capital T, capital C? Are we known by faith, hope, and love? Mm -hmm. Number two is, what is our response to the DNA when we see other believers living in the DNA that Christ has given us and is fueled through us in the whole, in the personhood of the Holy Spirit? What, are, are we rejoicing? Mm-hmm. Are we giving praise? Are we praying for our brothers and sisters? Mm-hmm. Are, do we have a gladness and a thanksgiving for what is being uh, done through their lives mm-hmm. and that multiplication through their faithfulness and being a devoted follower and a servant to the Lord. And then finally, I think the other question becomes, are we giving God thanks for our leaders? Yeah. If you have not encouraged 
your local pastor and he's been he's he's stirred your affections for Jesus and 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 exhorted you to live in faith, hope and love. Can you just tell him thank you? Mm-hmm. As urban Christian women, can you write a card? Can you write a letter of gratitude? Something to just say, listen, I see how your example is is making a ripple effect mm-hmm. of multiplication. Mm-hmm. And I would even say in that thankfulness, feel free to echo in what Paul says, even about Epaphras. He's a faithful minister of Christ yep. on your behalf and has made known to us your love in the spirit. Mm-hmm. So as you're thanking your leaders, thank them for be- specifically for being faithful ministers of Christ. Thank them specifically for pouring out their lives to serve on your behalf. And thank them specifically for making their love known in 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 this in whatever local church you're in mm-hmm. and their service being a part of making the love of Christ known mm-hmm. throughout the body. Mhm. Mhm. So that being said, Let's pray. Lord, thank you for how you have called us um, to seek to live faithfully in the everyday as urban Christian women. Lord, help us as, as women to recognize and reflect the DNA of the global church that we belong to. Help us to reflect faith, hope, and love. Help us to give uh, praise. Help us to respond in our daily lives with praise, prayer, and thanksgiving as we give thanks for our leaders as well as others who are ministers of the gospel. May we take the focus off of leveling up and seek to be a bond slave, seek to be a bond servant. Show us the ways, Lord God, few or many that we can be known by our faith and fellowship with the saints. Lord, we entrust this to you because you're a great God and you're a good father and your desire is for your name to be glorified. Help us to do so on this day and in the days ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have a blessed day, ladies.